Hood Horror Podcast. Now, I know in the past I haven't done a, like a traditional radio type show. And I don't know if it's helped me or if it's hurt me. You know, so far the podcast has over 80,000 views, but the big boys get, you know, 10,000 views every episode. So, you know, I'm not one of the big boys yet. I'm just one of the little puppies. And uh, so far I've made, um, I made over $800 doing this. And that's been from like uh, October 2018 to October 2020. So uh, this is about my two-year anniversary. Now, I want this podcast to be, uh, I want it to be big because I think it deserves to be big and I think that it got everything it takes to be big. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do story compilations for y'all. But I'm going to let me see. I'm going to um, I'm going to present the show like a traditional radio show. And hopefully that helps me get over the hump. And maybe that's what y'all are looking for. And if so, you know, I hope y'all enjoy the show, man. You know, I put a lot into hood horror, man. And um, if you don't know, I run a YouTube page, too. You know, YouTube.com slash hood horror. And it take a lot to keep all these different things going, man. And to constantly come out with new stories and keep coming out with fresh stories. And even the time to record them and the time to edit them. It all take a lot of time. It's nothing. It's not easy, so... You know, but I do it because the world need representation, man, from the hood, man. The, the, the world of horror. Horror needs somebody that's going to tell the stories from the hood. You know, it's a lot of horror movies that got black folk in them, but they not hood. You know, they just black like they in there, but they not really a representation of a certain culture of black people. So, you know, um, like, and Get Out. Get Out got um, black folk, had black folk in it, but the main character wasn't really no hood guy. He just, just was a black guy dating a white woman. You know, same thing with us. Us wasn't no hood folk. They just was black folk out on the beach and, you know. So I want to give y'all folk, that, you know, some real hood stuff, man, that y'all can relate to. And hood don't just mean black, you know. So you got your white hood, you know. You got your, uh, you know, of course, you got your Mexican hood. You got your Asian hood. So, you know, hood ain't just black folk, man. Somebody from Sweden sent me some hood stories, man, from the hood over there. So I ain't read them yet, but I'm going to get to them soon, man. So, you know, that's what hood whore is about, by giving folks something that they can relate to. You know, not this big Hollywood stuff, man. Not this, I just bought a new, you know, country haunted mansion that's haunted by the devil. I don't know nothing about buying no big country mansion, but I know something about standing on the corner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what hood horror is about, man. So I hope y'all enjoy this new format. And if you can, you can sign up down below 
you it says where it says support this podcast you can sign up to be a monthly subscriber they got an option for one dollar option for five dollars and one for ten dollars so either one is fine man i got like three people been signed up for like a year now so hopefully you can get a couple of more people man it will help out a whole lot because right now you know like i said i made eight hundred dollars on doing this but eight hundred dollars over two years you know some of y'all make eight hundred dollars in one week man you know sue me Ooh. Well, if I want to make 800 in a week, you know, I'm leaving the house at 8, and I ain't getting back till, you know, 9 or 10, man, so. But then that hurt hood, you know, that hurt the hood whore because I ain't, you know, take away from my recording time. So, you know, I work a regular job. I actually work, like, three jobs, whichever one hot at the moment, man, and uh, so I ain't no rich man. I just, um. I'm rich in spirit. <laughs> I ain't rich in pockets, though. So if you can, you know, become a subscriber, that would help. And also, um, you can donate to the Cash App. It's dollar sign hood horror. You know, so you go in the Cash App, and when you search for who you want to send some money to, you put in a dollar sign, then hood horror. And my PayPal is uh, is uh, paypal.me, like me, like me, 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 paypal.me slash Baker, B-A-K-E-R, fam, F-A-M, four. So paypal.me slash Baker, fam, four. So, yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Follow my um, Facebook, facebook.com slash hoodhorror. Instagram, Instagram.com slash hood horror. And, uh, you know, come talk to me. I'll be on there talking. I respond to everybody. So, you know, subscribe to the YouTube, YouTube.com slash hood horror. Just go to whatever site you be on and put hood horror in. <laughs> I come up. Hey, man, love y'all. Happy Halloween. And uh, I hope y'all love the new format. And one last thing, you can email me stories at hoodhorrorcreepypasta at gmail.com. Hoodhorrorcreepypasta at gmail.com. You ain't got to send me no full novel. You can send me some bullet points, and I'll take it and sauce it up, man, you know. All right, y'all. Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. I'm so tired of my mama sending me down to this basement to do the laundry. Every day and weekend, it's the same thing. She know I'm scared to go down in this stinking basement, man. We stay in a two-flat apartment on the second floor. The back porch is closed in with stairs leading to the basement. Under the porch of stairs is the first basement area with, like, junk scattered around with my bike and basketballs and stuff like that. And then it's a little hole leading down to the porch landing for the family on the first floor. But in this dark but safe area is a door leading to the real basement. This is where the washing machine was. If the first part had useful junk in it, this area had real junk. Tools nobody knew how to use. Stuff that looked like it came from the good time days. I ran to the washing machine after looking around to make sure nobody was there, of course. 
And I quickly threw everything in the machine and started up when I heard somebody in the area by my bike. So I backed away from the machine and stood watching the door. And I could hear it was a woman. You know, she humped like a weird song and she opened the door. I didn't recognize her voice as my mama or our neighbor, so I hid behind some junk. I still watched the door, but nothing could prepare me for who or better yet what I saw. I had turned the light on when I entered. It didn't do much, but it was better than nothing. The light through the only window provided enough sunlight to see what I was doing. In the beams of sunlight, I saw a woman in a black dress enter the basement. She had on a huge black hat that covered her face. She stood in a doorway unmoving, just whispering to herself. I instantly hated my old nappy-headed mama for sending me down here. This lady had the door blocked and it wasn't no way I was finna try to run and go past her. I could sneak into the next level of the basement, the level where everything was so rusted and dusty, it looked like a junk jungle. But I knew it was a it was a door or something in there that led to the outside. It was my only chance, cause this lady just wasn't moving. But maybe she would leave sooner or later. She she had to do something, right? She continued to stand by the door. She hummed a scary sounding song to herself. Why wouldn't she move? She had to know I was down here. Now I was shaking, I was so scared, and, uh, and she just had to know I was here. Please leave, man, I promise I, I do right, man, I do whatever, just please, man, just, I won't disobey my mama no more, I ain't even listen to school, just please let this lady leave from down here. Suddenly she looked up, as if she could hear my thoughts, she exposed her face. She looked horrible. Her face was covered in deep, nasty wrinkles and saggy skin and a mouth that hung open to the base of her neck. She looked in my direction and said, I need you for my stew. My meal won't be complete without your meat. So sweet. I have candy for you, my child, a treat to eat. Her voice I'll never forget. Don't make me search. Or else it will hurt. She put her hand in the air and with all her long bony fingers spread. And then she started to count down from five. Five, if you're alive. Four, come to the door. Three, come to me. Two, I'm talking to you. She pointed at me before finishing. One, here I come. She glided across the floor to me, and I bolted into the really real basement area. I threw stuff from in front of the door like a crazy person. I could hear a dress sliding across the floor and her humming that scary song of hers. As I got the door open, she reached for me, with her mouth opening even further. I jumped into the sun and turned to face her to see her back off into the darkness. She stood and watched me and hissed. Running high, you may try, but sooner or later I eat you alive. She kept watching me while I ran upstairs to my mama. 
once I got there, I pleaded to my mama, I'm sorry for everything. Please don't send me back in to do the laundry. I'll do any other chore, just please not the laundry. She replied, Oh, baby, don't be scared of your grandma. Her bark is bigger than her bite. some sleep and it's been so long since I could just relax and lay down so tired my legs hurt man and my, my eyes too heavy to even hold up Ooh, sleep man and so I hope I can sleep tonight I go through the same scenario every night I fall into the bed and twist into a comfortable position and lay in anticipation of the best sleep ever, but it never comes. Darkness bounces off the walls and the air gets thick and the silence becomes too loud to let me sleep peacefully. The physics of the world become random, driving my senses wild. Sleep becomes impossible. My nightmares happen before my eyes. I hear raspy moans in the hallway outside my bedroom door. And clumsy footsteps until zombie-like people slowly walk through the door barely able to stand, creeping towards me with dead looks in their eyes, so patient in their steps, knowing I'm dead to rights in my bed, frozen in fear. They surround me with their dead eyes fixed on mine. They start to holler and cry loudly, but their faces stay frozen in death. <gasps> reach out to hold me down. The strength ain't human. They turn towards the door and I watch along with the monsters, wondering what terror lies outside the room. I hear the dragging footsteps of the monster in the hallway getting closer. The zombies start to quiet down. They move to the side to make a pathway from the open door to the foot of my bed. The footsteps get closer. This isn't a nightmare. I'm not asleep. I don't wake up from this hell. It's more of a snapping out of a daydream. I try my best to snap back into the realm of the living, 
but the dead seemed to really have their way with me tonight. Every night, the creature in the hallway had gotten closer and closer. The zombies were the same way. They worked their way closer to my bed night after night until now they stood surrounding me. I started to fight hard, trying to shake off my paralysis. But I couldn't move much other than my eyes and fingertips and toes. My body being so exposed was nerve-wrenching. My neck and groin and other vital parts being completely exposed added to the fear of knowing sooner or later they would attack me. They would probably slowly dig their hands into my neck while I watched. Tonight was the night. The creature in the hallway finally reached the door. His dark hand reached into the room first, pointing at me with fingers partially limp. The zombies who held me now let go and put their heads down. Their groans and moans were now whimpers and crying. Some of them covered their eyes as if they were being blinded, but no light was in the room. Just the darkness from the hallway's monster. The hand crept more into the room, followed by an arm with a long lacy robe covering it. Around the head area, I saw what seemed to be a long black horn. It started to creep around the door frame with the rest of the arm. The horn was at least two feet long and thick enough to grab with two hands. The horn gave way to wrinkly red meat. This wasn't just any monster. This was him. At this time, I could hear him laughing at me, real low. He peeked his eye in. It was covered in red and yellow veins with tears of pus. He spoke to me now. You knew I was coming for you, yet you didn't even make the slightest effort to change. Now you will become one of mine. His voice seemed to come from everywhere, and in two quick steps he entered the room. He stood tall and muscular and fat all at the same time. He was covered in scaly skin and armor. His robe flowed as if he stood in a hurricane. The zombies all fell to their faces, cowering in fear. He screamed at me as he walked closer. I will destroy your soul, and you will suffer like me. You will beg for death, and it will come twice. I was now able to stand, so I jumped from the bed into my knees. Please, please, just give me another chance. You know, I, I promise I'll change. I'll do whatever you tell me. I'll do anything. Please, just tell me what it is. He took a deep breath, letting smoke from his nose and mouth before replying. My child, you've been doing what I told you to do for a long time now. And you've already done more than enough to please me.
Tales for Dark Nights. Grandma had told me about Tunda at school, so I had to check it out. They said they be meeting all the females all the time, so I'm like, man, why y'all ain't told me? I met this chick about as soon as I logged in. Fine, man, I'm talking about straight down, you feel me? I had just swiped up on her. She started messaging me right from the jump. She even got my IG and started DMing me all day. She finally gave me her number, so I had to text her. It was Friday. I ain't had no job. I ain't had nothing to do but go slide on shouting. She texted me to meet at their park about 15 minutes away on the pretty nice side of town. Her family must got that check if she stay over here. I asked my OG for the whip. Told her I had to go help grandma at lying like a mark, but I'm on my way. It's almost dark when I get to the park. I'm a few minutes early, so I got some time to rehearse my lines, make sure the game right. She texts me right in time and say she gonna be by the playground. So I play it cool and make my way over there. I sit on the swing and text her asking where she at, but she didn't respond. I waited about a minute and texted again. At first she replied super fast, now she taking all day. Summer nights is loud. You know what I'm saying? Birds trapping and bugs and everything. But this night was real loud. I could barely hear myself think. It seemed like it had been a whole hour. So I picked up the phone and called her. It rang and rang until finally I got an answer. All I could hear was the phone moving around and some, some breathing or something, I don't know. I started to leave when I finally got a text saying I'm here. Finally. I told her I'm about to swing. She said, bet. I am too. I looked around. I ain't see nobody. I asked her where she was. She said, right here in the restroom. I turned around and looked behind me at the public restroom. It was mostly dark with a pale light in the entrance. I texted her to come out and she said, no, I got something I want you to see. I got excited for the moment, but for a quick second, I saw what looked like a face looking at me from the window. I couldn't tell if it was a woman or a man face, but it freaked me out. I texted her to come out and stop playing, but she ain't say nothing. I heard a loud bang in there, and just all at once, I realized how messed up this situation really was, bro. The park was pitch black except for the few areas lit by small lamps. I ain't know the girl's name, and I'm up here meeting her at a park, an empty park at midnight, bro. She texted me, come in here and start being scary. I started to back away, but the door to the restroom flew open. I turned around and hit her for the car. I ain't never ran so fast in my life. I got to the car and jumped in and started, but stopped right before hitting the gas when I heard the phone ring. I looked down at it and turned towards the park to see a fat man in his 40s running to the car with something sharp in his hand. I stomped on the gas. I could see him in the rear view mirror, breathing heavy and holding a knife in his hand. Once I got to the crib, I sat in the driveway for, I think, about an hour. I was in a daze, trying to wrap my mind around what really just happened. This man just tried to kill me, bro. I could have been killed in a park by some big nasty man pretending to be a female. I laughed to myself and got out the car. I didn't realize until now, but I had received a text. It read, hey boo, you forgot your wallet. Chilling 
tales for dark nights. Drinking, mind messed up. I wasn't thinking, sleeping with a different woman. It was demons, so high sipping. Jenny thought I was a free man. Lost all my thoughts, blame it on the liquor. It wasn't my fault. Touching on a different woman, sexual assault. See, I was gone. The devil entered my soul. He said, Son, welcome back. I got another girl for you. Touch on now. Drink that liquor and take some of them drugs. I'll carry on. And I know you feel my vibe, but son, I gotta tell you Take this drink Tossing and turning, chest is burning, I'm rolling over The fear of actually being sober is taking over I don't know why, but it happened so fast, now I regret it Toxic waste, killing me, turning me to a lethal weapon The other day I was drinking, smoking up in the club Next thing that I know, my heart racing in a pool of blood Knife and head confused, I looked over, noticed a limp Body smothered and dying and blood Turns out that I had killed somebody I started panicking, scared and frozen like mannequins Pacing heart was racing, my head was spinning again and again Snap back Ran back to my house, focused on knocking out Close my eyes and after some hours, I'm still up thinking about Murder innocent was consuming me, had me losing sleep I resorted to popping bottles, could keep me out the deep Hennessy and vodka don't cut it no more, I need a miss Cause when your life is broken, liquor's a temporary fix I've been scared to go to sleep, I ain't slept a wink No, it's deeper than I think I need to take a drink, but baby that's the problem A closet alcoholic, a faucet full of vodka Can't be my only option I feel like I ain't been sleeping years And my eyes growing heavy with these concrete tears And my worst fear, I don't really know what it is It's probably facing my fear and the demons who near The sheep that I count, man, the demons to shit I just shut up my mouth, but the reason not clear In my season of fear, I got no reason to cheer I need to put down my beer and maybe then I can steal Through the struggles that double, through the struggles I juggle Through the hurdles I hurdle, man I'm guilty as murder And what I'm deserving is not a night of some rest, man I carry this burden, feel like a knife in my chest Because one night at the club, I got high on some drugs I got drunk on some drink Got in a car with some thugs And I really couldn't see the memory that haunt me But the person I hit, I see it clear in my dreams There's no rest for the weary, no dream for the jury Just a judge and a jury, I'm hoping that you hear me The lesson I learned, still burning my dreams This the mess I done earned, only stressing the king Sick and tired of the lies, the pressure been building up Stressing and reminiscing, hoping God pick me up the Demons, they want me down, angels offering the cut Walking with me in silence, protecting me from the dark Thinking I'm hearing voices, seeing an apparition Try to lay in the bed, but they talk to me when I'm sleeping Waking up in a sweat, but no one is in my room Got me thinking I'm crazy, mentally in a tomb Physically in a ditch, financially in a hole Pretty he can't forgive me, have mercy upon my soul Rafe got a pistol to my head and he told me do it I can't keep going like this, I'ma lose it Look at driving me crazy, I can hardly talk Liquor driving me crazy, I can hardly walk Liquor driving me crazy, I can hardly think 
liquor driving Drowning in a bottle gave me time to reminisce I lost you forever just because of a minute spit Tilted my head back, took me out of my sight Now I drink sweat, sleeping two hours out of the night When your mama came home, she asking me where you at Sipping my yak, I replied, probably taking a nap And at the same time my head is turned Saw the back door open, not wide But just enough for someone who was fired She sprinted, I sprinted, I'm crying to the sky Cause what I saw could've brought a Tilly Hitler's out I bought the stupid house because it had a pool The water give you life and it can take it too 911, it's my fault, oh my god my son is dead Sir, you're gonna have to calm down, we can barely understand It's hard to talk when you tipsy, drinking cognac and that whiskey And it's hard to sleep cause I'm dreaming about you walking into my bedroom And you soaking wet, started screaming I say I'm sorry I left you, I can't turn to talk to my wife uh, She ain't sorry she left me, I'm just begging God can you bless me uh, So take in flight, you ain't even ride your bike Make me wanna take my life uh.